0: Bye. Here we go. Here we go. Episode 20, man. 20 episodes deep. Damn. And it's such such a celebratory episode. My brother, Keep It Juan, how we doing? Doing good, man. Doing good. Celebration all the way. Let's go. Let's go. Let's start this one off, man. Episode 20. Let's start it. Let's do it. All right, bro, so it was one hell of a Super Bowl. Yes, it was. One hell of a Super Bowl, bro. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers win the game. Uh, Damn, man, it was a long time, uh, since 2002. Wow. Uh, That was the last time the Buccaneers won a NFL championship, and they did it in in a blowout. 31-9 31-9 to nine against the defending champs, the Kansas City Chiefs. What are your thoughts on this game, my good friend? Wow, man.
1: I, I, I want to say that I cried of joy. I want to say that I jumped like I've never jumped before. Shit, bro. If COVID wasn't around, I, I, I might have gone out some places that was packed. But, yo, Buccaneers, man, 31-9, to nine. long time, but we did it, man. It felt so good to be honest. I'm not, this one felt better than back in two thousand and two oh, because yeah. this one came out of nowhere. Two thousand and two, it was years and years of buildup. You know, obviously the defense was always there, and then finally a head coach change made a difference. This year, literally, we went from a seven and nine team to winning the Super Bowl, eleven and five, and going all the way as the wild card team, going four and zero in the playoffs, and of course, my man Tom Brady. MVP or the Super Bowl. I called it. I you called did. it. You this did. guy came through 21 for 29, 201 yards, three touchdowns, no interceptions. Man, this guy, it's like the older he gets, the better he gets. I, I say it every episode, but it's just, it's so true, man. It's so true. And hey, we're coming back for another one, man. We're coming back hey, for that's back to back championship. Let's go. Like how he
0: said, like how he said in the press conference. It ain't He's over he's like oh yeah we're coming back we're coming back man you already i already know that you already knew that <laughs> you already knew that um yeah bro 201 yards like you said three touchdowns no interceptions bro he man he only got sacked what uh i think it was about like one i think he only got sacked one time it was one or twice but you know it it, it, it was it,
1: that, like the the offensive the offensive line did their thing
0: oh yeah most definitely
1: yeah bro Yo, so what do you think about going to the other side? You know, obviously Kansas City had just came from winning the champ, from winning the championship the year before. How do you think their performance was? I mean, only scoring nine points from that high offensive power that they have in in in, in that team. Like, tell me a little bit about that, man.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I was really I was kind of disappointed in the sense of like, as, just as an overall fan, you wanted to see a high scoring game. That's what a, a lot of people expected. A lot of people, a lot of. Like ESPN people, CBS, NFL Network, they were all predicting it was gonna be a high-scoring game. I mean, shit, even you and me predicted the game. It you thought it was gonna be thirty-four to thirty, I yeah. thought it was twenty-seven twenty, and we blew them out thirty-one to nine, bro. Like, um, you know, their, their running game, the running game was it was it was stopped. You gotta love it. Um, I, I would say we we contained Tyreek Hill. Um. I already kind of had an idea that with that offensive line that they had, I I felt like we were going to run through that offensive line. So I I didn't really – I knew Patrick Mahomes was going to do Patrick Mahomes type things. So he definitely – you know, let's give credit as well to Pat Mahomes because out of everybody on that team, Pat Mahomes and, honestly, Travis Kelsey were the only two that left it all out there. Um, A lot of people got emotional. On their end, I mean, it's Super Bowl, so it's inevitable. I mean, I, I could have seen that happening from from the Bucks players too, if we were getting blown out like that too, in my opinion. So, um, Travis Kelsey and Patrick Mahomes, they they left everything out on the line, bro. Uh, Patrick Mahomes was just trying to find everybody, just trying to make the right plays. But our the, the defense, bro, the defense was what really was what really set the tone. Yeah, no,
1: our defense definitely they they showed up, man. They showed up. If Tom Brady didn't to win the MVP. That MVP, I would have given it to the whole defense because they did their thing. But I I I gotta bring something up, and, and this is something that I've heard a lot. Um, and, and I wanna see what your thoughts are on this. Um, if this were to be Tom Brady and the and the Buccaneers would have lost 31 to 9, everybody, everybody, I mean everybody would have pointed fingers at Tom Brady. Why didn't Tom Brady do this? Why didn't Tom Brady do that? If this wasn't working, why didn't Tom Brady fix it? Oh, why didn't he change it? Whatever. If Patrick Mahomes is trying to become the same level as Tom Brady, why doesn't Patrick Mahomes get the same heat as Tom Brady would have gotten if it was vice versa?
0: I I just think it's like it's just modern day reporting, modern day you know, um, things that people want to see on TV. Um, you know, it, it it that's just how it is. It happens in every sport. It's not just on this one. Um, there was a lot more expectations with Tom Brady though. At the end of the day, so I kind of see both sides, but I lean more towards, yes, like, you know, they could have definitely given him more heat, but again, he was the only one in my opinion that came out and really just did his type of, you know, normal game, it, it, you know, d- despite the, the, despite the two, uh, yeah, two interceptions. So despite those two, I mean, he, those type, those, those type of numbers that he, he threw up, that's on a regular, you know, 26 I mean? or 49, bro. Obviously the, obviously the touchdowns weren't there because nobody else was performing. You know what I mean? Nobody else was there. Once Travis Kelsey caught the ball, the you know, the 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 backside of the defense was already there to stop him. So, I mean, he, with 133 yards that you could have seen at least one or two touchdowns coming from tra- tra- uh, Travis Kelsey as well. So in my opinion, I, I think we ran the ball the right way, which also was a big was impressive on Tampa's end. Um, Leonard Fournette did his thing. Ronald Jones did what Ronald Jones does. He just runs it up the field, just gains those yards. And if, hey, if he has that open slot where he can make it all the way, then why not? But I, the main thing I want to I want to bring up here is after this win, okay? Yeah. Where does Tom Brady land when it comes to one of the top athletes in sports team history? Wow. Where do you where would you rank Tom Brady? Because so if, you ask, me, if you ask me that, I would say he ranks top. He's number one.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. So so I'm glad you brought that up. I was actually watching first take earlier today, and, and uh, man. So, uh, to be honest, Tom Brady, before this game, he was already tied, in my opinion, with Michael Jordan as the greatest athlete of all
0: times. Yes, I agree.
1: With this game, I believe he cemented himself as the number one player. The thing about the thing about football and basketball, well where well, I like to compare the like look at the contrast of the two. The fact that football is a team sport. Basketball, you can put one and two guys together and and they can win you a championship. Yep. In football, you really do need a complete team. You need a complete team. and the fact that he was able to get seven championships, most like the most a team has is six, which is the Steelers and the and the and the Patriots. Yep. And he, was, he he has more than all the teams. Like,
0: that's yes, yeah, yeah. He has more rings than all NFL – like, all of the 32 teams in the NFL. Like, that's that's, that's, that's insane. That's an insane stat, bro. Like, you got to give him that credit. You got to also give him that credit. I mean, at 43, Jordan, or, or didn't, go, Jordan didn't go to Washington. Jordan didn't go to Washington um, at that age and even got them to the championship, let alone winning it. And Tom Brady did that. And he still shows that he could still play at a solid amount of years left. Like he, I think he has a lot more left in the tank. I just think it, it'll be up to him. Um, at what age? Maybe even after this upcoming season, when his contract does expire, that he retires and he just calls it right there. Um, but don't don't be surprised if you see Tom Brady signing another, you know, two year deal with a with a player option at, towards that last year. Where hey, if you want to come back, boom, there's that money. You come back. If not, then it is what it is. But if that does happen, that'll take him, uh, I think, till forty-seven. Which I can yeah, see. So yeah, yeah.
1: I agree with you. I agree with you. Tom Brady definitely has a lot left in the tank. So does Gronk. I was very impressed with what he did yesterday. Oh yes. Um, or Sunday in the Super Bowl, he was he was amazing, man. This dude, this dude, he came from retirement. I don't know if you saw the commercial, the T-Mobile commercial when Tom Brady. Yes. Yo, that was that was that was that, that
0: was that was amazing. a good, funny commercial. Well put. Together. It was,
1: it was. But if you if you think about it, it's kind of it's. I mean, I know it's not the, the exact truth, but it. If you think about it, Gronk was in retirement, came back, and it was like he never left the game. Yep. And it he took came him a in little in bit. He thing. started off a little
0: slow, though. He started off no, a little he, slow.
1: He did, but he came <laughs> through when it counted. In the playoffs, man, he was he was the 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 playoff Gronk that we all know, Robbie yep. G. Robbie G. But yeah, but you know, obviously we're talking about what's gonna happen with next year's Tom Brady, if he's gonna be signed after next year. What's gonna What's gonna happen next for the Buccaneers and the Chiefs? You know, obviously the Chiefs coming in from a loss, Buccaneers coming from a win, but have a lot of free agents that yep. might or might not come back this year. What What do you think are the priorities to keep this team like to keep this team competitive for next year? And also, who do you think is a free agent that we could target if we let's say we can't resign a uh, Chris Godwin or Antonio Brown? or kill Barrett or any of those players?
0: Well, I think you got to – first things first is that you got to make sure the defensive core comes back. Um, you can't let any of those guys go. I, I feel like there is other guys that – backups that could have breakout seasons just like those guys. Um, but Shaq Barrett is – I don't think that position is strong enough to the point where we can get somebody back in return where we won't have to um, pay them more money than we would with Shaq Barrett. Okay. If that makes sense, you know what I mean? If we let Shaq Barrett go just for money-wise, we're going to end up downgrading in that position. So you got to pay. So let, me, let me
1: ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. If you had to pick between Levante David and Shaq Barrett, who are you
0: staying with if you can only pay one? You know what? That, that's a good question. I, I would honestly pick Shaq Barrett, in my opinion. Levante oh. David, is he's, a, he's an all-time great within the oh. organization. But let's be honest, we already have Devin White. Right. Devin White yeah, is but, a stud and um uh, I, I, uh, I know that you can't compare the two right now, but I feel like Devin White at where Levante David is right now, Devonte or Devin White will have a better career at that point by then. Um so I think with Shaq Barrett with that with that free agency being a little slim um in that position, you you have to sign him. But you never know. These guys might take <coughs> excuse me, might take hometown discounts. You never know. <clears throat> and not even that but another priority and let's not forget is chris godwin mhm he had a injured riddle season so it's not it wasn't production it wasn't that he wasn't targeted he he <sighs> He was just hurt man and like when when he played he made plays that that made a difference in the games regardless you, his numbers don't show it but everyone knows that Chris Godwin's on the ascending part of his career and he's only going to get better. Um if you could re-sign Antonio Brown cool if you don't hey it is what it is but I, I'm i glad that Antonio Brown got what you know, got a chance to experience the Super Bowl with Brady. Um, I I don't know if you saw that interview with with him at the end of the game where he got really emotional just talking about Brady, and then like you know, obviously Brady had a big part to do with his um, return to football. Um, yeah, but sure. he appreciates him a lot. So he might just you know, I don't think it's about the money with AB anymore. I think he just he already has a lot of money. Um, even while he was wasn't really playing, he was still somehow making money. So I, I I think he'll you know he'll sign for a little bit more, but I don't think it'll be what he was worth a few years back. But Chris Godwin's priority, um, keep that defensive core as much as you can. I mean, as of right now, Todd Bowles is coming back. So if you got Todd Bowles coming back, make sure all the bring the boys back. No, so I I agree. You know? it, definitely, it's a priority to keep that defense together.
1: Obviously, you would love to have both. You know. uh both of the our line or both of our linebackers and but you know you have to you have I mean levante david for me is my main priority when it comes to defense. I love Track Barry. I love what he brings to the field. But linebacker in my opinion is the most important position in the field. And if you're able to maintain if you're able to keep Levante David and Devin White, you gotta keep them both bro. You have to you have to keep that that tandem there. Like that duo is Arguably the best linebacker duel in the NFL, and and obviously you want to keep Chuck Berry. So let's let's look at last year. Last year we put our franchise tag on Shaquille Berry. Okay, who are we gonna put our franchise tag on this year? So Ian Rappaport just came out with a report said pump the brakes on all those Chris Godwin free agency rumors. The Buccaneers are expected to receive or are expected to give Chris Godwin either a long term deal or franchise tag from Buccaneers. So it looks like he ain't going nowhere. And Mike Evans came out and he said that he's willing to take a pay cut in order yep. to keep the whole team together. So whenever you have your leaders coming in and saying they want to you want to keep everything together, I think Chris, honestly, I feel like Chris Godwin, even if it's for a franchise tag, I feel like he's gonna stay at least one more year in Tampa. Antonio Brown, after everything that 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 Tom Brady has done for him, he should play for free, to be honest. Like this guy, this guy, like he's extending his career as it is. So yeah, got him a trophy. But again, the most important thing in this offseason is definitely our defense. Going to the other side, you got the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, yep. it, it looks like their core is coming back. I don't really see any big free agents on their team. No, their, their
0: main thing is to get healthy, in right. my opinion. Their thing is just to get healthy. They they that's like the Warriors. Um, except the Warriors always somehow, some way brought another superstar to help them win championships and just bring other pieces to complete that team. So I feel like that's just gonna be another thing for them. Um, we said it plenty of time and time again that they're the Warriors of the NFL. So there's uh, not really that. They have to stay still. They just stay still. They All they got to do is just get healthy. But that's a big it. a big player that's coming back for Kansas City next year that people are not really talking about is Damian
1: Williams. Oh, well, yes. He will be coming back this year, so he's going to be a big part of that offense. Him and Clyde Edwards-Alaire. I honestly, yeah. Le'Veon, I can see Le'Veon Bell moving on from Kansas City signing with another team. Oh, yeah.
0: He's going to go somewhere where he's going to start. Yeah. So
1: so Damian Win is definitely gonna be a big upgrade because man, he I mean, he's part of, he's one of the big reasons why they won the Super Bowl last year. He made some big plays and big moments. But yeah, let's we'll see, see, man, it's gonna be a fun offseason. Um, you know, obviously we're celebrating this one, but we're getting ready for next season. It's gonna be a fun free agency, a, a fun draft, you know. Uh and, and let's see what happens, man. Hopefully we can win back to back.
0: Hopefully, bro. Hopefully we we just get there again. Because that no matter what, that that draws the attention. Um, hey, and also big shout out to Bruce Arians as well. We, oh, we yes. seem to, you know, Bruce Arians was also a big, a big key part of that, that, that this whole season, this, this, the success that we've had all season is, is a lot of, of a lot of it has to do also with Bruce Arians. Not, not, not always is it about the players, you know? So, um, but speaking of a coach that did, you know, possibly um, damage a player's career, um, Carson Wentz. Um, there's been a lot of talks where as of late that he may get traded in the next coming days. So just really quickly, where do you see Carson Wentz um, landing once his career in Philadelphia is over? You know what? I've thought about this. And I don't know if it was you or so, or one of my friends, of
1: my other friends, but he brought a good point. And, and I think I can see him in the Colts. Okay. I can see him going to the Colts. Kind of filling in for 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 Philip Rivers, and I I think he'll make a good fit there.
0: Indiana, yeah. I can see that. I, I honestly I I'm mean, I'm a toss up between Indiana uh, or Indianapolis and um, Chicago in my opinion. I, I just don't see Deshaun Watson going to Chicago. Um, yeah, I like Allen Robinson, but I don't see him going over there. I still feel like the the Bears are sold on on Mitchell Chubitsky, uh which I don't know why. Um, but I, I've been leaning more towards the Chicago side okay. um, for Carson Wentz. Um, the only thing is, is who do they trade? Um, but if you are, if you are Philadelphia and they do want Phil, uh, Carson Wentz that bad, you make sure you get a position that you, you that you need. Don't don't be shy to ask for it because if they really want this guy, then you you go after him. And who knows him? They might just bring back Nick Foles. Listen, as part of that. listen I'm
1: glad you brought up Chicago because uh, Allen Robinson is a free agent. So let's say Allen Robinson doesn't come back; he's already can't come and said that he wants to play for a team that he has a chance to win a ring. He doesn't mind taking a pay cut. He doesn't mind getting paid less than what he sh- what he deserves. He wants to get a ring. So if Chicago doesn't step up that quarterback position. He might just be on his way
0: out. Yeah, he might just be on his way out. But guess what? If you're, if, if I'm Allen Robinson, and I'm getting Carson Wentz. That or your team, but gets is that really gonna Wentz. take you over the top, though? That's what I'm saying. Like that, that's what I'm saying. If I'm him, I'm like, well, this doesn't help me. See, if 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 you're Allen Robinson, though, and you hear that you're getting Deshaun Watson, then at that point, you're like, all oh, right, bet. Oh, yeah. You know, might have a chance, but it sometimes it may not even work like that. But so you say Indianapolis, I say Chicago. Let's see. Hopefully, by next week, we have um, some stuff to talk about that because then the you know the, the trade already went through. Yep. But really quickly, man, um, as well, too, the NFL Awards came out as well. So we have our MVP, our uh, Coach of the Year, all that good stuff. So really quickly, just want to get your thoughts on it. Let's start off with MVP. That bad man, Aaron Rodgers, wins it again. He's a bad what do you think about man. That's a bad man.
1: I I, man, I have nothing to say. He deserves it 100. He had a great year. Yep. Um, I, man, I have no comment on that. I mean, he's he's he he did his thing. Obviously, the playoffs came short, but in the regular season, which is what the MVP is all about, he was the number one.
0: And you know what's player. crazy is how much. Russell Wilson fell out of that, that those talks after that that terrible week that he had. I think it was like week week five or six. It's Crazy
1: because he was number one for for, yep. for a really long time, and he fell off yep. what, the top. He fell off like the top ten or top eight or something like that. Like he, was, yeah. he went
0: down. He went downhill. He it's went crazy.
1: Down. That the Sean Watson was higher than Russell Wilson. The Sean was the Sean Watson had a horrible record.
0: Yeah, I mean, well, yeah, I think he, I think he, I think he did. Um, he passed the the. Uh, Total amount of yards um, for his career, so he passed that personal milestone. But clearly, that personal milestone doesn't re- doesn't give you that MVP once your team is losing, and once you're the big talk of you know being traded or you know being vocal about everything. You know, Aaron Rodgers was he was quiet until they lost. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Um, sticking with offense, the offensive player of the year goes to Derrick Henry. Um, in my opinion, well deserved. I don't think anybody else deserved it. I mean, this guy, despite the type of re- Type of season that they had, it was. I would say it was kind of a disappointing season compared to the season they had prior. Um, but he deserved it, man. I don't think it was close. It was Derek Henry's Henry's award. Um, um I
1: mean, like, yeah. I mean, I, I'll give it to Derrick Henry. He definitely deserved it. Obviously, Aaron Rodgers was gonna be in my top, but obviously they gave him the MVP. So yeah, no, Derrick Henry definitely deserved um, Offensive Player of the Year. I mean, back I, to back. I, I don't have anything to say about that.
0: Yep, back to back, and one that crushed it. On the defensive, on the defensive end, defensive player of the year goes to ninety nine, over there in L A. Aaron Darnold. Yep. Well, that was there. There's there's not really much to talk about. I mean, you know that he just he fucking wrecked it all year, bro. Hey, it's, like, it's crazy because T.J. Watt uh, was right behind him. Yeah, I know. He also had a good season though too. He also had a good season. That 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 defense was nasty until uh Bud Dupree got hurt. Yeah, yeah. Yo, tell me about the rookies. So, offensive rookie of the year. I, I was the toss up on this one. I really think it, it should have went to the runner up, but whatever. I'll give it. I, I'll give. It, I'll show him some love. Justin Herbert wins it. Justin Herbert wins offensive rookie of the year. And then coming at number two was Justin Jefferson, and I think Justin De- Jefferson deserved it.
1: Um, I, I like Justin Jefferson, but. When it comes to a wide receiver or quarterback, you're always gonna give it to 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 a quarterback, man. Justin Je- Herbert. I mean, like I said, I I, I had Justin Jefferson on my fantasy team. I know he did great. You know, for a rookie, he did he stepped up, came in, and and I mean, pretty much made a name for himself in that in that Vic- Viking's wide receiver, especially with you know with the quarterback that they have. You know, it's not the greatest. Yeah. So no, but no, but no, definitely. I'm not taking nothing away from Justin Herbert. He he had a good season. Came in. He wasn't even supposed to play this year. Um, nope, and injuries obviously you know forced him to play, and and he came in, he did his thing, man. He deserved
0: it. Yep. And moving on to the uh, the defensive side, uh, Chase Young. I don't think that there was no competition there. Uh, Chase Young came out strong in the beginning and finished strong. So, and plus his team made the his team made the the playoffs. I mean, with that terrible uh, that terrible division, I mean they managed to pull it off. So, I mean it is what it is. No,
1: Chase Young is definitely defensive rookie of the year when it comes to. Too, on the on the defensive side, but my boy came on top, you know. Antoine Whitfield got that Super Bowl
0: ring. That's all that matters. Oh yeah, and man, he was he was uh he was third place. Yeah, he finished third place. So that's love. Um, this one it it was a I I don't know, man. I think this one they kind of snub my boy, but um, coach of the year goes to Kevin Stefanski. What what are your thoughts on that? Do you think he deserved um, it? Um, nah, 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 nah. nah. And my, I think, I think Sean McDermott over there in Buffalo deserved it. Yeah, straight up, he he
1: he's one of the top. Um, it, I feel like in Miami would have made the playoffs. Maybe Brian Flores could have been, you know, in in the talks. But nah, Sean McDermott definitely deserved that. Um, one guy that I don't see here in in the top is um,
0: I already know what you're gonna say. What am I gonna say? Bruce Arians. Of course, man.
1: What he did with Tampa, I mean, yeah, you get Tom Brady, but the fact that—that's that- the only reason
0: why. That's the only reason why he didn't get it, and that's the reason why he didn't get no votes. Yeah, and that's, it's- that's disrespectful because Bill Belichick. Yeah, Bill Belichick would have won it.
1: Mm. He would have won it. If that Probably was this year he would have won it. The fact that he was able to in- integrate all those new pieces into the team and make it to the Super Bowl, win it all, and and carry the team to the playoffs—I guess they have Tom Brady, bro, but. Come on now, no preseason, no training camp. You got to give props with the, where, where props are, like the serves. And, and Bruce de definitely, I if, even if in the top three, top four, like, give got some credit, man. He's not even in the top ten. You know,
0: that's disrespectful. No, yeah, I mean, it, I think he should have been up there, but because of that is the reason why I think he's not, which, again, it's stupid to me. Um, but yo, this was a this was a huge shout out. It, I don't think it was even fucking close. There shouldn't have been, even been votes. It should have just been off rip once they saw him coming back out. But comeback player of the year goes to none other than Alex Smith yes. over there in Washington. That shit was well deserved. Yes. No, there's no argument on my end. Um, it was one hell of a comeback. He this man wasn't even supposed to have his like have his whole leg nah. after that. You know? He just um, all
1: the way, man. I'm, I'm rooting for him. He's he, hopefully next year. He comes back again and, and and proves that he still got it, man. I know he only played a yep. few games this year, but yo, the fact that he was even able, able to get in the field, like definitely
0: Alex Smith, man, you're the man. Yep, for sure. Big shout out to Mr. Alex Smith. For sure. Um, but really quickly, bro, just to finish up some NFL. Um, Drew Brees, it seems like he's uh more likely to retire than anything. Um there was speculation going around after that game you know when they lost against uh tampa in the second round of the playoffs that he may possibly you know still may want to come back just because it was an injured injured kind of season for that whole team so they weren't fully healthy you know michael thomas just fell off the face of the earth when it comes to conversations of um (laughs) best wide receiver this season so there was a lot of going back and forth but it seems more likely that he's heading towards that road of retirement um so, if he does retire, um, a lot of talks are that Jameis is the next man up. Do you think that he deserves it? Do you think he's ready? Or do you think he's still at best a backup? Um, he definitely
1: deserves a second opportunity to be a starter. I just don't think it's going to happen in New Orleans. They already got their guy, man. Taysom Hill is their future. He came in last year, finished 3-0, um, stepped in. You know, had huge games. One of them being, I believe, against the Bucks came in. And Taysom Hill, man, Taysom Hill is a stud. Like, he, he could play. And I just don't think that that he has enough trust from from for Sean Payton to put him over, to put uh, James Winston over. I definitely think James Winston is going to get a second opportunity. I just don't think it's going to happen in the early Um, I, I can say maybe a team that could go after him, maybe like a, like a Washington or something like that. I could see him maybe going to like a team like that, but I don't know, man. I I I just don't see him taking taking that spot of Taysom Hill if Drew Brees does indeed end up
0: retiring. Uh, yeah, I I honestly I I, I don't know. I'm it, it, to me, I don't think Taysom Hill Taysom Hill is a Swiss Army knife. I think he's at best where when that team is healthy and he plays those snaps that he plays. I think that's what he's gonna be well known for. He's possibly gonna go down as one of the best players in. You know, in history, when it comes, if there's an award for just a Swiss Army knife type player, he gets that award. He might then that award would be named after him. I don't think we've ever seen a player like that. Um, We we saw Devin Hester when it comes to being. I mean, I I don't know. People could argue that he's probably one of the best uh, um, special teams player of all time. Um, But then eventually found that starting role as a wide receiver down later down his career and stuff like that. But Taysom Hill, to me. He does so much more than what Devin Hester does. Um, so that's why, for me, he's more of a special teams type of player, and he would probably go down when it's all said and done as one of the best special teams Listen, Taysom player Listen,
1: Taysom Hill came in when Drew Brees went down. Everybody thought was going to be Jameis Winston's time to shine. He came no, yeah, in, yeah, yeah. and he did his thing. He proved to everybody that he he has what it takes to be a starting quarterback. He showed everyone in the NFL what, what, what uh, full
0: dedication could do for you. Man. I, I just think he shows sign, he still doesn't show shines, signs to me where he is that next next up after Drew Brees, Listen, what, to be honest. He came in
1: and he won four games. You gotta give him what you got you gotta give him the opportunity. Yeah. He came in yeah. and did his thing.
0: If he if he did I, his thing, you, you know. continue
1: the hot him, man.
0: I don't know. I also but but I but it's not even I'm not even arguing this because I also think Jameis Winston is that answer. But I feel like you start Jameis Winston. Obviously, sharing the snaps with Taysom Hill because when Jameis Winston gets out of gets off track, bro, he tumbles off track. You know what I'm saying? So we they need to have they need to build his stock up again to so a team that's desperate for a quarterback and will make a trade for him, then they then they can probably get more pieces in return by then. Taysom Hill gets a little bit more comfortable in the pocket, gets a little bit more comfortable of being just a QB, and then they can move forward. I mean. I don't know. We'll, so i, t- we'll have I way tell to you this.
1: i tell you this, and we're going to cut it here, but I'll tell you this. If, if Trump Payton believed that James Winston was that guy, why didn't he play during that time that Drew Brees was out?
0: I mean, that's that's a question that I guess is only answered behind closed doors, and that's within their organization. I mean, all over ESPN, NFL Network, and all that, we're talking about it, and they talked about it even during that time that Drew Brees was, go- was out, is that – people just because they see this that he's not playing not even getting some snaps while Drew Brees was down that it doesn't mean that he's not working and it doesn't mean that champagne doesn't believe in him they just feel like they don't want to throw him in that fire yet because once he signed there which was shocking to everybody cuz his name fell off once we signed Brady no one knew about James Winston no one even thought James Winston was going to get a, a you know a starting role which he didn't, then he ends up just randomly signing with New Orleans. I don't know, man.
1: It's going to be a fun offseason for sure for, for the whole NFL. But, y'all, man, enough of NFL. Let's get into to some NBA.
0: Yeah, man, we got a trade in the NBA.
1: Derrick Rose, who was on the trading block. Um, Orlando Magic was one of those teams that were interested on him. Yeah, um, right. He did trigger like yeah. always. Right. Um, the Knicks, they reached an agreement on a trade with the Detroit Pistons. They got their savior. Um, yeah, Derrick Rose and Tom Thibodeau will be reunited. Uh but the Knicks have sent guard Dennis Smith Jr. Ooh. in a 2021 second round draft pick to Charlotte. Another guy that Magic were interested. What a coincidence! Um, yo, tell me about that trade, bro. Derrick Rose for Dennis Smith. Uh who do you think is going to win that trade in the long run?
0: The Knicks. The Knicks. I mean, it, it not in the sense of like like I was I was clearly fucking around when I say they found their savior because. I mean, you're putting Derrick Rose in a uh, – yeah, the Knicks as of right now are in the playoffs if the season were to end, but let's be real. No one is scared of the New York Knicks, okay? No one is scared of the Knicks. Um, then uh, Derrick Rose going over there is, you know, it's the pairing with him and Tom Thibodeau, cool, but let's be real. that Him joining that team is not going to help them go over the top. They're, they're not going to be a threat in the East. they're still way they're still years behind um and i can't talk shit because i mean the magic they always just have those expectations they look good they play good for a little bit and then they go they have that downhill spiral where you know look at how the beginning of the season started you know what i mean and then all these overly excessive magic fans get so obsessed with the mediocrity of the team that we have and they're like oh yeah no like this team is whole like we found our guys like whatever like and then boom you know what i mean and then now they then they start talking about, oh, trade this guy, fire this guy. It's like, bro, come on. So Dennis Smith Jr. also uh, requested that the Knicks send him to the G League bubble so he can get some playing time and he can still prove that he has, you know, that NBA potential that everybody thought he did coming out of NC State. Um, could he have that second opportunity? Not that second. I think this would be his third opportunity. Mm-hmm. Um, with Detroit, it could be. It could be. I've always had that love for Dennis Smith and like you, it just sucks, man, because like, I know that he he has it in him to be a solid NBA player, but I don't, it can't be the, the opportunities. It can't be the, you know, the not having the chance because he's been given that. So I don't know what it is, but – and, you know, he's still handling it like a professional. He hasn't came out. He hasn't, you know, had these loud outbursts or anything like that. He's kept it low-key. So, you know, hopefully everything in his mental is good, too, with through all all this bashing that he's getting throughout the NBA, Um, especially over there in New York, man. I mean, that that fan base is brutal. Um, So, you know, hopefully – his mental straight. Now you're starting a your fresh start. You're not going, you're not in such a large market team. There's not really that large of a player over there that overshadows anybody. I mean, by name on paper is Blake Griffin, but even Blake Griffin is not the type of Blake Griffin that everybody remembers him as. Listen, but for I, I, girls, I mean,
1: definitely, good for de- definitely when it comes to the trade, I feel, I feel like the, the Knicks definitely won that trade. That's, that's so obvious. I mean, Dennis Smith Jr. He has, he, he's had all the potential in the world. But he ain't no Derrick Rose. And even with all those injuries, Derrick Rose is still Derrick Rose. Um one guy that's definitely happy to have Derrick Rose is Tosh Gibson, reunited as well. Um back in the Chicago Bulls days and, and, and I believe didn't he play in Minnesota as well? Yeah, they both they all played, they in, both Minnesota played too. in Minnesota. So, with Lu- yeah. With Lu-Dang, with Lu-Dang. yeah, so so it looks like it looks like they're they're getting united again. Um this is definitely gonna be an opportunity for Dennis Smith. He's, I expect him to get a lot of playing time in Chicago. Kinda of take I mean then oh, sorry, uh, Detroit kind of take those minutes that Derrick Rose had. Um but one guy that I feel like is gonna get affected throughout all this trade is Emmanuel Quickly. Um nice young rookie. Nice young rookie. Uh he can play the combo guard, so I don't know how he can play next to Derek Rose. And Derek but Rose play the whole guard position too. Yeah, but I just I, I just don't know how he's gonna play with with, with Derek Rose. I just feel like done together they play very, very similar, um, and, and I look, feel like the, their games don't don't pair up with each other.
0: Well, look, know. Derrick Rose has been coming off the bench over there in Detroit. I think he knows now at this point of his career that unless he goes to a contender, but in my opinion, say if he goes – the only team as a, if you, that you call a contender that I can see Derrick Rose starting for, and he's been rumored with that team, has been the Clippers. Because yep. they desperately need help in the point guard position. So, yep. that's the only team I can see him starting for. But if you were to go to the Lakers, you keep starting Dennis Mich- or Dennis uh, Dennis Schroeder. He's been balling, and he's been fitting well with that team. So, Dennis Schroeder is your starting point guard. So, he'd be benched there. If you were to trade him to um, uh, uh, Brooklyn, let's just say, he's not starting in Brooklyn. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's – I think he knows uh, with Thibodeau. I think he'll go in there. Emmanuel quickly is, is- – <laughs> No one – I mean, people could say that he was good. Yeah, he's going to be a solid fit for a team like a, two years or three years from now, but he's starting he, – he's finding his rhythm. He's an NBA player, He and I say that in the sense of like he's hooping, he's balling with these big boys, and he's putting up numbers. He's playing like he's been in the league already for three years. Um, he's only going to get better. I love his game. I, I'm excited for my next fans and my next friends that got somebody that they, they could look forward to. Um, so I think Derrick Rose will come off the bench. Um, there may be times that they play together, but I don't think it's going to be as often as you may think. Listen,
1: I I, I agree with you. I, I just don't think that Tom Thibodeau is going to put Derek Rose off the bench. He loves his man. He loves yeah, his man. But He's not going to put Rose, him on the bench.
0: Derrick Rose was coming off the bench in Minnesota for a while. The only yeah. reason why he started was only because of the injuries that was going on. But that's it. So in my, what's I, the I difference in New York? I, I don't see it, man. I don't see it happening. But, yo. Let's just continue the whole trading trend,
1: bro. Bradley Beal, what's up with him?
0: Oh shit! Uh, my poor Bradley Beal. Um, did you see those comments that he said after that loss the other night? No, said, I I actually didn't. But I, he I, said I, I'm pretty sure, pretty sure he's pissed. Yeah, he was like, I can't do it. For, I can't do it for guys. I can only do it for myself. All we can do is encourage the next man to be ready to go and accept the challenge. I can't do that for someone else. Some hard words man- right there. This man, uh, look, at this point, if I'm Bradley Beal, I'm demanding a trade. You, you, I know that it, you know. Just so he's not, he, and, and I feel bad for him though too, because it, even before everything, it, people were already pointing the fingers at him, saying like, oh, you know, he needs to get out, blah blah, blah and it, it became bigger before he could finally say, uh, I want out. Because now, if he says I want out, now, now it sucks because he, it goes back to what. It contradicts what he said a couple a couple of days ago or a week ago, where he was like, "Oh no, I don't want to go anywhere. I want to stay here." It's happened before with plenty of superstars. People get over it, but I think it's time for Bradley Beal to demand the trade, and and hopefully it's to a team that's not like already a contender or you know, I I I want I would love to see him go to Miami because Miami could desperately use him right now. Um, but a team that low key, I started thinking about. I'm like, man, if he if they manage to get this guy, this team is gonna be fucking scary. And that's the Milwaukee Bucks. Gosh. Okay, you could pair that big three with Beal, Chris Middleton, and Giannis. That shit is going to be scary, my friend. That is going to be one scary ass team. Now, what will,
1: what will be the trade off? What, what will be the trade off?
0: Well, I mean, hey, you. I mean, you were. You managed to get Drew Holiday for pretty much pennies on the dollar. I mean, Drew Holiday is getting paid twenty-something million a year. Not one person that they traded was even making close to that. So you you do the you send that package that you were about to do for um, Bogdanovich over there in Sacramento. You either throw in uh, DeFenchenso. He's probably gonna for sure be part of that trade. DeFenchenso, DJ Wilson. Um, I don't got the roster right in front of me, but I mean, those are those are two guys that have been in talks. Um, I mean, honestly, I don't know, man, but if you can manage to get, if you can manage to get Bradley Beal from that team without trading away Chris Middleton, they're clearly not going to get rid of Giannis. Um, and, uh, and Drew Holiday. Well, honestly, Drew Holiday Drew. has to be included in that deal. There's no way. There's no okay. way you get Bradley yeah, Beal. Yeah. For, yeah. 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 I'll give it Drew, Holiday. Drew Holiday. It has to be. And, hey, you never know, though. He's been building his stock, and if they have to let him go just to get Bradley Beal, I'll do it, but that's Bobby Portis. Yeah.
1: Listen, I, I, I agree with you. I I feel like Milwaukee probably will be the best fit for him when it comes to contending for a championship. I just don't think they ha- I think they're they going to get a lot better offers, a lot more better offers than what Milwaukee has to offer. Um, Milwaukee, to be honest, Devin all these young players—they—they they have talent. They're good. They're—they're they're gonna be good players, but there's no way you give up a talented player like Bradley Beal, a superstar, I would say, for role players. There's no way I'm doing it unless I'm getting—I'm getting a nice young stud. Um, okay. Where do you think I'm, he?
0: Could, where do you think he should land? What do so I? What do I
1: think he should land? Um.
0: Yeah. Wow.
1: Um. Shit, um, uh, Philly, Oof. Philly.
0: So if you gave me trade, I, 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 don't,
1: I don't know what type of trade we would we, we have to do, but I, I'm thinking maybe I'm thinking maybe a Tobias Harris, a Tobias Harris, and I don't know maybe a, a Tobias and Seth Curry for for Bradley Beal
0: honestly if i if i'm not nah, i'd rather keep i'd rather keep seth Kerr just because he's young i'd rather just get rid of danny green well huh? well
1: or maybe yeah i mean they're gonna have they're gonna have to give first and they may not well. even they may not
0: even want they may not even want danny green either they may want or maybe if they do take danny green but since he's he's an older he's an older player you know all that good stuff they may just even ask for uh shake milton or uh, matisse tybel listen uh, listen yeah chuck milton
1: to buy and a first round pick, or maybe one or one one or two first round picks, I think that would do it, and I think that's way better than what Milwaukee has to offer. And you match right. up Bradley Beal with Ben Simmons and Joel and automatically, automatically contenders for the <coughs> for, for the for the finals.
0: Well, in my opinion, I think that his be- the best fit with the best package would be with the Miami Heat. That's another um, option. That's another option as well. That's another. I think it's more attractive. Um, in my opinion, I just you don't. Either... See, I just don't see him trading them to the same division. No, it's not even about the division. It's about him. You know, he's got that loyalty with that franchise. You know, he stuck around, whatever. And remember that contract that he signed. He signed it, and he told them, "This is with the intentions that you guys are actually going to make moves so we can win. But if not, it's going to be easy enough to move my contract, and it's going to make- give me more flexibility when it comes to being a free agent. So it's a very short. Term max deal that he has, so but in my opinion, it's with the Miami Heat, you just have so many. I, I, I can't even create one, you know what I mean? I can't even create one because they have a have, lot of pieces.
1: But Tyler Hero is gonna have to be involved in that trade.
0: Oh, Tyler, Tyler Hero for sure. But the thing is that you don't want to give up too much of your young core, so you it's either Tyler Hero, <laughs> it's surrounded either by Tyler Hero or Kendrick Nunn. That's it, you cannot add anybody else of, of the young core. To that trade because if not you're giving away your future in my opinion because Bradley Beal yes he's still young but we don't know how much of this type of Bradley Beal you're gonna be conti- uh, you're gonna continue to get and for how much longer so hey, it is what it is you know but another- Pat
1: Riley, you know Pat Riley always gets his. so if he wants to make this happen he'll he'll find a way
0: yep but another trade um trade rumor that's uh, been circling around the NBA has been um and it's funny because he's the name and the team have been. And the Miami Heat have been uh, linked together, but that's Kyle Lowry mm. from the Toronto slash Tampa Bay. Kyle, Rap-
1: big booty Lowry. Let's see what's going on with him. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so apparently, they, the, the 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 Raptors are listening to offers for Kyle Lowry. Um, I think it's been it, it's been long overdue. I think they should have possibly traded him uh, post Kawhi. Um, and it's Fred Van Vliet's team now. It's him, yeah. Pascal Siakam, and you, you create another third superstar from your team or you bring another one in. So um, another offer that's been thrown out has been – or another name, a link to the Raptors have been has been Andre Drummond. So can there be a three-team trade in the works for maybe, you know, Andre Drummond making his way to the Raptors, Kyle Lowry to, you know, let's just say the heat just for the sake of conversation, and another team. We, or with the Cavs, my bad. You know what I mean? Like, we don't know. But I think Kyle Lowry should not go to the Heat. <laughs> I don't think him going to the Heat is going to is gonna change anything. Let me ask oh. you a question. What do you think about this scenario?
1: Hey, well, let, let me ask you first. Who would you rather have? a Kyle Lowry? Well, obviously, as a Magic fan, you'd rather have the other guy. You, you don't want Kyle Lowry. But Kyle Lowry <laughs> or Kemba Walker?
0: Oh, I'd rather have, I'd rather have Kemba Walker, for sure.
1: Because I was thinking, what about if Toronto and Boston do a trade? I mean, you, you already got a championship ring. He got
0: that that
1: that championship mentality. I mean, so him going to
0: Boston and Kemba going to Toronto. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't think I don't think that'll be a solid fit. I think I think Kemba knows what Brad Stevens wants, and I think Kyle Lowry he needs to score in that team for them to win. Um, so he already has that, and I say that only because I think he has that mindset already as more of a, of you know, he has to take a lot of big shots when those big shots should only be going. In Boston's favor, it should only go towards Jason Tatum or Jalen Brown. What about Clippers? If if, okay, I can see him
1: going to the Clippers. Ham and Kawhi getting reunited. And Serge. And Serge.
0: I can see that. Just depends what they
1: give up. Just depends what they give
0: up. Yeah, I mean, it. it, There's only so many options. I mean, Kyle, Kyle Lowry's already. I think he's like what 34. So yeah, he's up there. Yeah. He's up there in age. You know what I mean. He's yeah. He's 34 exactly. So which he'll be 30 he He'll be 35 next month. So it's it's uh, and I'm reading right now that Kyle Lowry's Toronto house is listed for sale. So mm, yeah. they are. Uh, there could be a possibility that he's already making getting ready to pack his bags. I mean, he's already permanently staying in Toronto as of right now. I mean, in Tampa, you know. So we don't know exactly. And he's owed so much money, man. $33 million. That's that's a lot of money. Listen,
1: Kyle, even with those $33 mil, teams, teams are, teams are going to go after him because Kyle Lowry, at the end of the day, as much as, again, I, I, I along with other Magic fans, would really, really dislike this guy. But at I don't. the end of the day, he can ball. Well, no, I, I, he, plays, he balls, he balls. And when you ball all like that, and you give it your all in every freaking game. No matter how, how annoying you are, you got to get props and props to do and I'm pretty sure there's contending teams out there that would die to get Kyle Lowry in the team.
0: One one intriguing rumor though has been with the Pelicans, believe it or not. I that's, don't a, see that. that's a I that's what that's that I and with the trade that they're that you know with the package that they, they created on there, I was really intrigued with that with that package. Like I'm like, man, you could you could send Eric Bledsoe, Lonzo Ball, and JJ Redick to I mean, take to, it. To, to, it'll to, be a good trade. It'll be
1: a good trade, but I just don't think it will be a good fit.
0: Be- no, no, no! I saying this being a good fit for for the for the for the Raptors on the long end because.
1: What I'm talking know, about for the Pelicans, though, for the Pelicans, Kyle Lowry would not be a good fit. I, I would I would rather stay with Lonzo to be honest. If that's the case. Wait, are you what? To be honest, I mean, if that's the case, if this is the trade that you're gonna get, I'm much rather stay with Lonzo Ball.
0: Oh yeah, because I mean, ever since Lonzo Ball's been mentioning the trades, he he's been balling. Yeah. So I, I guess he's probably just, you know, he's pissed off. He's like, fuck it, shit me out. I, wherever I go, I'm going to show you all that I can hoop. Because I'm telling you, bro, Lonzo's gonna, Lonzo's picking up his own. Yep. It, it just takes time, man. It takes time. And when you got those that constant coaching change, not everybody could deal with that because he's a point guard. That's one of the toughest, if not the toughest position in the NBA. So, you know, he, if you're making him run that ball, but you're constantly changing, you know, coaches that are trying to – Mess up other things, or you know, change schemes and try to make you use you in a different way. It, it fucks your game up, bro. And he's already not known of being an offensive threat. And then you you're kind of somewhat forcing it. It, it it's tough. I could only imagine. I mean, clearly we're not in the NBA for a reason, but it it happens. It, hey, happen. real quick, real
1: quick, before we finish, um, no, this segment. Um, as a Magic fan, how do you feel about Aminu uh, playing tonight? He's gonna be his first game. Um, he's officially off of the injury report, um, and he's expected to play tonight against the Trailblazers. Um, what are you expecting from him? Obviously, I'm pretty sure he's going to be on a minutes restriction. Not Nothing. sure. Not sure, but um, he practiced, looked good in practice, and he's expected to play tonight. What do you think? Uh, I, 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 I know it. I know. there's not a lot of great news for the Magic, but, hey, at least we're starting to see a player back. I mean, anything is anything, man. I'll take it.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, it, uh, if I'm gonna be honest, even before he got he got hurt last year, he wasn't doing anything. He wasn't producing on the floor to give us wins. Um, so um, he's already up there in age as well. Um, he's coming back from a an odd injury though because it it wasn't an ACL or anything like that. I don't even remember. I don't even think it was anything like that. I think it was, it was just like this like a, guy's
1: like... been out for so long. I don't even remember why he got hurt.
0: Yeah, exactly. So it was um, doing,
1: uh, It was. I think it was an ACL to be honest.
0: Was it? Yeah, it says it's mean. so I don't know. I don't Probably. know. I think
1: it was. I think it was a mixture of multiple injuries, and, and it's just it was one after the other. Okay, right here, it
0: was meniscus surgery. So, oh, okay. So I mean, yeah, it it would it would take about that amount of time. Yeah. But either which way, I don't. I'm not expecting anything crazy, bro. I'm expecting this guy to be playing no more than fifteen, seventeen, minutes. and when he's gonna make the... a difference? No, it's funny because they're playing Portland today, bro. So that's his old team. Yeah, I mean. Which still, I mean, luckily, uh, I don't know if uh, Dame is playing tonight. I know he was probable, but more than likely. I mean, then again, you're playing against a Magic team that's dinged up too. It wouldn't risk bringing this guy to come play and then him getting hurt against a meaningless game. And Damian Lillard is going to start today. He's not, he's not out. Oh, cool. There you go. So that's going to go ahead and conclude. The 20th episode of the Keep It Sports podcast. Amen. 20, 20, 20, 20, It's been one hell of a ride, bro, with these 20 episodes. I'm already excited yes, for 20 more times 37, bro. I'm down to just keep doing this shit every week, bro. But we've been going hard every week since 2021 started. Episode 20. We appreciate all of you guys that continue to support and listen. We ain't
1: going nowhere. We ain't going nowhere. Nope, We're coming as back, long,
0: baby. As long as these sports keep coming we're going to keep following. So, um, hey man, this is a fun episode. We yeah, got, so we well. got, uh, we got our favorite team as champions. At least one of our favorite. Let's go. Let's go baby! Now on to, uh, I mean, now no NFL. So we're just, I guess going to be focused on NBA as of right now. And then with, you know, amongst other news and rumors, but until then we'll see you guys next week. Appreciate y'all. Love y'all deuces. See y'all later. Ooh.